Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ludell's Viewpoint. I am beyond excited for this episode because I'm joined by a special guest who I I just find so interesting to speak to, to talk to, and you are in for a treat in this episode. In this episode, we are going to be talking about different scenarios where we are asking ourselves the question, does this only happen to me? This is inspired by a project by my special guest who will talk about it a little bit later, but you're probably wondering who is this special guest? I introduce to you, Sophie. Welcome. Hi. Wow. What a fun introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like honored to be here. Oh, I'm so happy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good now that I'm speaking to you. So to, to, to help our audience understand how we know each other, I'm going to do a little summary. So both of us were in this entrepreneurial boot camp, a class that was very, very intense, which we actually caught up on yesterday. Yeah. Which is very interesting. But essentially, we met through that. The, the, the scenario or the experience of me asking Sophie to come onto this podcast was actually very, very interesting. We're going to get Sophie's opinion on how I asked her. <laughs> um okay well first of all I guess I'll say like during this boot camp slash incubator everyone had either a fully fledged startup company or an idea about what they wanted to turn into a company and I don't know how familiar your audience is with that type of scenario but honestly you you have to um not to say that they are not because I'm just saying like some people I think don't know how how many iterations of a pitch you have to do so mm-hmm. a lot of the class was a lot of pitching and storyboarding and I had done my storyboard earlier in the week at the end of the incubator the last week was held at Oxford and it was like a very intense five days fully immersed in in the project so yeah. Um, I had given a presentation that was, I would say, like, someone who did not know what they were doing. Um, no, uh, you give yeah. yourself too, too little credit. I thought that, wow, you know, I, I have to connect with her. I mean, I loved the idea and, and the audience will get to know about it, but continue. Yeah, so, um, but... A lot of times when you're pitching, pre-pitching, not actually pitching, because hopefully when you're actually pitching, people don't have these type of questions. <laughs> but honestly, um, like it was just everyone gives you feedback afterward and it can be pretty intense, which it, sh- it should be like that's not it's just how the system works. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ludell uh, gave me... Uh, a really sweet post-it note that was really kind and then asked me to be on the podcast which of course I said yes because I love podcasts and I'm like honored that somebody wants to talk to me about this project so of course of course yes I I had to um we didn't have too much time in the class so i put my note on the post-it note and the rest is history you know she's here yeah. so Please give her a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy moment. <laughs> honestly, honestly. So 
they know a little bit about you, but I want our audience, this audience, to get to know you a little bit more. So we're going to be doing some icebreaker questions. But before we get into the icebreaker questions, I know what's on their mind. Where is Sophie from? I can hear her accent. So would you care to tell us a little bit about where you're from? Yes, I can give a little, my little spiel as I feel like I've come to know it now. But yeah, so I was born in Canada, um, Victoria, British Columbia, which is in Vancouver area. And then when I was four, I moved to Phoenix, Arizona, where I lived until I graduated high school. Um, so I rep Arizona really hard because uh, nobody knows where that is. And- <laughs> Um, I feel that especially in London like you have to you have to wrap your hometown um, say, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then I I went to you know undergrad university at the University of St Andrews in Scotland and then I moved to London in 2020 um an incredible year mm, yes um, yes to do my master's at University of the Arts London in London and publishing so I've lived in London now for like almost two years incredible incredible and I know that you said that you rep Arizona real hard and I and I salute you for that I salute you for that you've got to remember your roots but yeah have you ever struggled with where you call home um I think yes and no. I, I think uh, because I spent a lot of time in Canada growing up and I love Canada so much. But if you ask, I have a lot of Canadian friends mm-hmm. and relatives and people and people who live in London. And they're like, you're like a fake Canadian, which I'm not. I was born there. I have the passport. but. Yep. I do think it's different if you grow up there. So, yeah, I think also I don't really go back to the States a lot anymore. And I've lived in the UK now, like in September, it's going to be all like going into my seventh year here, which is wow. like insane. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I do kind of feel like I'm at this crossroads of a lot of places, but I think that's also really interesting and I feel lucky that I've been able to experience so much yes Um, so yeah but I do still think Arizona feels like the place I say that I'm from oh amazing when you first told me about that I thought wow how interesting honestly because I think that just gives you a lot more exposure and it gives you the ability to tell um your story and give perspectives from different places which is so amazing I do have to ask the question is the US or is the UK better oh my god I I know US is going through something right now I'm Mm. like girl get it together (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah I don't I feel like the US is really good for some things and the UK is really good for some things I feel like I I say this about a lot of different things and I feel this way about London that if it's not right for you like you'll know right away and I Mm. felt that way about my university too I was like if you don't like it here then you'll know quickly yeah and I feel like right now um I think the U.S. is has so many amazing places and it 
it has a lot of to it that's really great but yeah with me right now because I've been lucky enough to like figure out my visa situation which is really lucky and it's hard for a lot of people to do that mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just enjoying being in the UK because it still feels like a challenge to me it still feels a little bit like out of my comfort zone and and kind of like fun to be doing something a little bit different than a lot of my friends um in the U.S. but at the same time I feel like Maybe other people feel this way about their home, but you can always kind of go back and sort of fit back in to yeah. a life that you kind of remember there. So, yeah, I feel like I'm into the UK right now. Like, I really, I really have enjoyed my time here so much. Oh, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And the fact that the weather hasn't deterred you or put you off that you're an incredible person, I, I must I say. I know. <laughs> now it's getting into weather that I grew up with. I'm like 100 degrees, like yes. every single day where I used to live. But. Honestly, honestly, yes. So we're going to do a few questions. Thank you okay. for telling us a little bit about where you've been, where you're from. Yeah. We appreciate it and they'll they'll get the accent, they'll they'll adjust to it yeah, for sure. Sorry. <laughs> they'll adjust to it for for sure. I love your accent, by the way. Everybody's always like, you don't have a British accent. And I'm <laughs> number one, that's not how accents work. And yeah. number two, like I feel like my accent has gotten more American since I've been here. So I don't know what that means, but <laughs> you're, you're still repping Arizona. That's why. Yeah, that's why. That's, that's why. Exactly. Exactly. So do you prefer listening to music or podcasts? Oh my God. <laughs> Way to hit me right out of the gate. Um, yep. I feel like I am an avid podcast listener. That's why I'm so excited to be do doing this podcast. Um, I love podcasts. Like, and, and I also like, I live alone. So mm -hmm. I feel like I put, always put podcasts on to like, I don't know, fill the the Yeah, yeah. I, I love podcasts lovely 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 so we are definitely privileged to have you on this podcast <laughs> say you're going to a restaurant you're going with friends or family mm -hmm. would you rather get a starter and a main or you prefer main straight away and you get a dessert you treat yourself starter and a main Ooh. I cannot go to a restaurant and not get an appetizer like it's Ooh. never happened a single time really um, and my par my parents are very much like that. Like, they will order like every appetizer. Like, I just feel <laughs> like you gotta like start it off. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. by the time, I don't feel like you always need dessert, even though I often also get yeah, dessert. I also like to share everything. Like, share. I can't. My friends used to joke like, because I'd be like, "Do you guys want to like split something?" And they're like, oh, "Wow, okay. we need to go get lunch then." <laughs> Yeah, we should. Um, we definitely should. But yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, so let's say that you're having a bad day for whatever reason, because we all have bad days. What do you do to make yourself feel better? Oh my gosh. Um I'm trying to think. I had like a bad day recently and I'm like, mm. what did I do to like feel better? Yeah. Um I yeah okay in that case I feel like I do listen to music mm -hmm. I listen to Taylor Swift music who I love nice um, to all yeah, the Swifties I, yeah to all the Swifties out there um 
I feel like that's nice. I guess also I'm try like I've tried to adopt this mindset. I don't know if you relate to this where it's just like every I saw something it would and it was like no feeling is final and I really believe mm. that. Like I'm like I care about this a lot right now, but I just like know I won't in like one day. So just like try not to I don't know. I'm like, you know, you won't be as sad about this. In, yeah. Like, I feel like that is actually a really good perspective because that means that it, you won't wallow in it for too long. It yeah. means that there it's almost like the light at the end of the tunnel. That's such a good yeah. thing to keep in mind. That's amazing. For me on a bad day. Yeah, definitely. Music helps me whether I'm listening to it or writing some lyrics or I don't know, music is definitely an outlet for me to feel what I'm feeling, but also change what I'm feeling. So that's yeah. interesting for sure, for sure. I, I love R&B, gospel, jazz. It re- Music really depends on my mood. Um, if I want to feel happier and, and more bubbly, Afro beats and definitely upbeat music gets me going because once I start dancing, that's how you know. The, the tables yeah. have turned so yeah I can agree with you on that with a bad day I guess uh, journaling definitely helps me because one it it gets the thoughts out of my head and onto paper and two it kind of helps me see how I'm feeling from another perspective and so if yeah. I'm if I can tell that oh you know this is what's making you upset and I'm looking at it from an outside perspective because I can now see my thoughts physically. That helps me kind of adjust and, and make sure that I'm not necessarily putting myself down or staying down when I know that I should be um, happy and, and grateful to be alive. You know, that that's something that once you remind yourself that you're sad, but you only got one life to live, how, how long do you want to be sad for? that's when you're kind of like okay shake it off shake it off and yeah that that's a I little yeah that's so true I think um yeah and just getting out of like your head I think is helpful in whatever form that takes for sure um, and to like sometimes if I'm sad I totally agree you have to like shake off the wallowing but I mm-hmm. also am just like just wallow right now because yeah. you need to do that and then once that's done you'll be like okay like this it, is this is over now exactly that that's so true that's so true okay so what is a fact that nobody would guess about you oh gosh I don't know <laughs> um a fact like something that's happened like a st- or like a personality anything anything that nobody would guess even, even if they were really close to you what what do you think would surprise them um let's think I'm trying to think of something that feels like very off brand okay I, something happened to me recently where I felt this way. Um, um, Would you say that you are predictable and you, you like routine or you're always that kind of person that you do one thing, you're doing another thing. You do one thing, you're doing another thing. And it's completely a different direction. How would you describe yourself in that sense? Yeah, 
I guess okay here's what I'll say I just feel like I'm someone who's like very like you know what you're getting and okay, I yeah. don't think anybody would be surprised or not surprised mm-hmm. that about things I've done but I guess um I I don't think this is like off-brand but I like scuba diving I'm scuba certified is that is that something yes Um, yeah okay that's cool so how did that come about I'm curious um I went on a gap year trip so I took a gap year nice and I went on a gap year trip and I wanted to be certified before that because we were going to Fiji Australia New Zealand and in Fiji you could dive with sharks which is wow oh my living on the edge yeah so I did that and it was like so cool and actually my parents were just in Fiji and they did that same shark dive and they were like that was so crazy so um yeah that was really fun and then I got certified the next level up on that trip um at the Great Barrier Reef so it was really cool so cool wow oh my days you're well traveled we love it we love it you you have to you have to come back another time and tell us a lot more about the world and what you've seen but um my final icebreaker kind of question is do you think it's harder to give up coffee or alcohol coffee oh my god do do you agree I mm, yes I can see how coffee would be harder to give up like I can see how because I mean coffee for some people it helps them function I don't drink coffee too often or I, I rarely but I know well one of our lecturers in that boot camp that we were um attending he could not stay away from coffee I mean we were counting the numbers it was like a tally and he was beating his score every day so I I'm a coffee drinker like through and through Hmm. but his level of coffee intake I was like I am worried about you like (laughs) the way that you are drinking this coffee is like I I it was like water for him it was like I water. have never known someone to do it like that. Mm-hmm. I it was over the top. I but, think at that point it's like you need to scale it back. Like <laughs> your body can't take that amount of like shot espresso shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I love coffee. I I'm not a coffee snob, but I just love like a great coffee from mm-hmm. like a cool place. Nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't it like it gives you like you're like that I'm, buzz? I can't yes. wait! Like yes. good morning. Mm-hmm. And I don't get me wrong, I love alcohol too, but mm-hmm. I just feel like coffee and harder. Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Harder. Okay, so you're going to a coffee place. What do you order? I'm curious. I I still milk latte. Ooh, you already know. There was no hesitation there. That's even in the winter. Really? I just need it. I need like I need it to be cold like cold Mm. cold know what I hate when they give you like four ice cubes and it clearly (laughs) it needs more than that yeah yeah and I'm like this you're talking cold this Mm. is like a lukewarm coffee right if 
I like it. And then, you know, hot coffee is great too. Like a great latte. Yeah. Young, like mm. piping hot, but that in between I can't take. It needs to be like freezing cold. So when places wow. like give you the ice that you need to survive, it's really nice. Nice. Oh, to the audience, I want to ask you, do you think that it's harder to give up coffee or alcohol? Also, let me know what is your go-to coffee drink because I feel as if if you're a real coffee drinker, you already have your drink, you know? Yeah. So I, I want to know. I want to know. You've heard Sophie, so let us know. Let us know. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, so the suspense needs to come to an end. What is this project that I'm talking about? What is it that I mentioned earlier that they want to know? Sophie, please do us the honors of telling us about your project. Yeah, so I'll tell this story maybe in like two parts, I guess. Okay. Because it's not super straightforward and it changed. Dell's seen a few iterations yep. of this. Yep. So um, basically, I guess I will start off with um, I've always been a writer. I've always liked to write. And I wrote a lot in high school and um, I did a lot of like, you know, f- like freelance mini journalism things wow. like starting at like 14 and would work on like random projects. Like we, we would get sent like one time we got sent to like a factory, like, I don't know, just like random re- stuff that was my first taste in interviewing and, and journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got to college, I obviously knew like that's a great place to kind of get way more involved with that type of thing. So, um, yeah, I worked on a lot of different projects that were kind of journalism magazine focused. And one of them was, uh, if you know anything about St. Andrews, then, you know, it is a very like fashionable school, which I didn't know before I went there. And there's like a million fashion shows every year. Wow. um, That's news to me. Yeah. Which is really funny because I just feel like that's, it's kind of random, but Mm -hmm. that's the case. And I felt like uh, people were really fashionable in the town and It was also a time where I was like, I feel like it was my second year and I was like, I want to get to know more people in this community. And I feel like a good way to do that would be if I got to interview people about their style. So I started doing that my second year where I would go to people's houses and I would interview them. And that became a column called Closet Confidential, which got, um, I like, I hate to use the word popular because I wouldn't call it that but I just think people enjoyed those columns and I it became something that was like really fun for me to do and I felt like it was fun for people to read Mm -hmm. so um I really really enjoyed that and then I I as I as I like uh, the pu- publication I was writing for I ended up becoming like the editor-in-chief of it by the time I left St. Andrews so wow I, got to do a lot of stuff with that column like I got to review different fashion shows and they let me behind the scenes and like take pictures and it was just really fun so then when I moved to London anybody who's it was also like 
that was sort of a wild time because it was COVID. I was moving. I was starting my master's. And wow. so I wasn't doing as many kind of side creative projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and so last year, October 2021, I was like, okay, I just feel like I need something that is going to fulfill this creative outlet and I also feel like I loved doing those columns and people really enjoyed reading them and I I ha- just had ideas of like I want to try to do something that's very representative of my own aesthetic and my own taste without because I worked on a lot of projects where the aesthetic and the vibe was so like I so loved it but it, it wasn't necessarily like all focused on my personality mm-hmm. or my like a full taste just like no other kind of like outside forces so I started um the website sweet bike sister friend which is my Instagram handle and everyone always asks me what the story was and basically I I probably was like a sophomore in high school and that's when Instagram just came out and every single person's Instagram was something so stupid. It was <laughs> alligator rhinestones. Yeah. Yeah. We all had to go for that stage. Yeah. 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 And then I like, as a joke, like yelled at someone on a bike, like sweet bike, sister friend. And then I was like, that's hilarious. I'm going to make that my Instagram. Gadget, which is did. like, and then I did. And then I didn't really use Instagram that much in high school and Mm. I had missed the train where every single person made their Instagram their actual normal name and not their like (laughs) dumb baby's name. Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. Then I got to college and people were like, what's this Instagram? What's your handle? Like blah, blah, blah. And then then I, um, yeah, so then I just stuck with it and kind of, it kind of became like, just something that I was known for and then it just seemed like a natural transition to make sweetbikesisterfriend.com the place I was going to publish articles yeah and then it would have direct correlation with the Instagram which I just felt like was also the place where I would get the most traction and people Mm -hmm. would have like the most interactions with the work so um yeah then it has it had started out having three columns Mm -hmm. um one was called this only happens to me which is like a comedy storytelling column yeah um the one called i know a lot about which was a place where i interview people who are have just like niche passions or are very good at something or experts in their field mm-hmm. and i tried to keep that to like women focused like business owners or like creatives yeah and then wait I'm obsessed which is a fashion column and kind of like the reiteration of the closet confidential articles that I used to do in school. yeah yeah amazing amazing when I found out about it I I thought this is incredible the fact that you've got your creative outlet you know you some people they have their creative outlet and they neglect it you know or they don't pay much attention to it and you we've heard your story about how you've had something going on the side and you've really put your all into it and that's helped you to develop your writing to develop your own aesthetic which is incredible by the way very very unique I applaud your aesthetic for me as Vidal if you look at my Instagram which is only recent and something that I just have fun with now 
before it was a black and white feed and then it was me trying to do some some uh it, it was very confused in the earlier stages and I think I did an episode which was identity crisis and that was me talking about me kind of getting lost with what my aesthetic was and where I fit in um in terms of trying to be a blogger and do the things that I was creatively passionate about so it is really amazing to hear about your aesthetic and also the story of how you got your name because that is amazing honestly honestly that is really sweet yeah and I totally understand what you're saying um about kind of trying to figure out what you want to be represented as yeah and in the early days um oh my gosh like even though it was so low stress like low key honestly like I'm I'm just like starting this platform yeah I would be I was freaking out before I like launched it just because I was like this is so dumb like who would ever want to read a single thing that I have to say like you have a lot of self-doubt yeah yeah and you're like um who do I think I am you know (laughs) doing this yeah yeah I was like is this crazy like Mm -hmm. I was on the phone with my friend I was like I'm gonna throw up like I cannot (laughs) and now I look back and I'm like oh my gosh what like whatever just like try stuff I think that's and yeah you're right like some of it won't stick and some of it you won't like Mm -hmm. but that I mean even I feel like now I have such a better grasp on what I feel like people want to read and Mm -hmm. what I want to write about and and just being a little bit more like I think this is cool and I like it exactly I don't really need a bunch of other people to you know tell you that yeah yeah exactly yeah for sure for sure and um when I went onto the site which I implore my audience to go and check out I loved like I said the aesthetic but also the different categories and oh boy did I resonate with some of them and you inspired this episode because I wanted to talk about the different scenarios where we think this only happens to me because my, 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 there are so many things that we can talk about and we will because there are some interesting things that I picked up and I want us to discuss. So just to give a little teaser before we take a mini break, we're going to be talking about having a crush. Yes, we are. And we're also going to be talking about things that women go through, the things that, you know, are to do with bod and body and women's health because I know that that is your passion I know that that is something that you're so interested in and we need to talk about those things for sure for sure it's gonna get juicy it's gonna get real interesting yeah um yeah I can I can tell the the bod is kind of the second part of the story I can start that now or would you want me to We'll start that after the break. We want to keep our audience on their toes. But yes, bod is definitely, it's another category actually on her site. And it is something that, you know, is incredible that she is using her platform to talk about. And we will hear about that story. But before we get into that, we will dive into those scenarios yet again, that we feel this only happens to me. So we will see you after, or you will hear from us after the break. Okay, amazing. Cool. 